informant in the morning on Hot Country 103.5. Coming to you live from across from where Santa will be <laughs> after 8 o'clock this morning. In Bedford Place Mall. And if you hear that echo, it's because right now we are the only ones in the mall. I'm in a store <laughs> and I'm singing. I'm in a store and I'm singing. <laughs> it works because you're wearing an elf hat. So am I. I. Thank you for purchasing these elf hats that are basically <laughs> just large socks for your head. You can e-transfer me the uh, $5 later. <laughs> Coming up. Hear it live in the morning. Share it later with the podcast. Melody and Foreman in the morning on Hot Country 103.5. is the job, the hobby, the sport that has consumed your whole life that maybe it took you way too long to, re- to realize, oh, I don't like this. <laughs> and what did you do about it? It's like you're talking about my life. Well, we're Melody and Foreman in the morning on Hot Country 103.5. How so? <laughs> <laughs> to most people, you hear... Uh, workout and you think, oh yeah, like the hour that I go spend at the gym or whatever. Sure. But for my husband, um, it's been something called Olympic lifting, which is a style of lifting. He never went to the Olympics, much <laughs> to his dismay. Yeah. <laughs> and he was smart. Whoever came up with the, the name of that sport was real smart. Made everyone achieve real high. <laughs> I mean, I think he, he when he started 10 years ago, he thought, hey, maybe someday I can be good enough to do something. But wow. I think most people do when when they start any sort of hobby, they yeah. it's with this idea in mind that someday you're going to be good enough to do whatever, right? Yeah. That's the goal, the thing you're striving to achieve. Of course. But over the course of 10 years, this Olympic lifting has become the biggest burden on our relationship. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I mean, we've been together for, for about 11 years now, and yeah. it's it's dominated everything. We've planned vacations around his Olympic lifting what? schedule. It's caused fights. It's wow. ca- It's caused so many problems. It takes like two to three hours a day for two him to do. to three hours. Yeah, and it's, again, not like what you're thinking when you're at the gym and you're you know, doing some workout and doing all this kind of stuff, you lift up a bar and throw it down and then you do that same thing again and again and again and again and that's all you do. You pick it up, you throw it down. You pick it up, you throw it down. You throw it down. Well, you kind of have to because, I mean, it's so heavy that the effort to just like gently put it down, then you're wasting the energy that you could be using on the lift so you kind of just drop it. Is it like that, so the weightlifting you do see in the Olympics yes, when it's, it's like, yeah. and their like arms are about to snap yeah. off as they hold That's it over Olympic their heads. Lifting. That's why it's called that. It's the, the <laughs> it's called a clean and jerk and a snatch. And if it's right. the first time you've heard them, they're really funny names. Yes, they are. Uh, but yeah, they're they're the Olympic lifts. That's why it's called Olympic lifting. And two to three hours a day that's dominated your relationship for 10 years. We even bought a house specifically <laughs> that had a garage so that he could do this in the garage. He tried to level out the garage with cement himself. Oh, so that no. he could do this and we've never parked we've never parked a car in our garage. Oh, no. It has exclusively been for him to do this Olympic weightlifting in. Yeah. And finally he decided this week he doesn't want to do it anymore. I know. And I'm like, "Whoa." And he's like, "Not only does he not want to do it anymore, he wants to sell the equipment that we bought that we spent thousands of dollars on." Jackpot. Well, I'm like, okay, hold on, buddy. (laughs) 
this feels a little impulsive. Yeah. Maybe you should give it a little time and make sure you actually don't want to do it anymore. Oh, no, no, no. Why? Melody Rose. What? <laughs> Go with, if he's going to, if it's after all that, this impulse has said, no, I'm done. Get Get this stuff out of my house. Run with that. Get it out. Yes, because... Don't give him any opportunity to ever look back. I mean, would I be happy if we could sell the stuff that contributed to putting us into debt? Yes. But do I think maybe we should give it a couple months to make sure this is actually something that he wants and not a midlife crisis? That's besides the point. Santa and Mrs. Claus are arriving for you to be here with them at eight as well. I can't wait. I'm so excited and my child is coming. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she's going to sit on his lap. The The last time that she saw Santa, she was five months old. Wow. Here? Yeah, when it was here at Bedford he Place was, Mall. And he was particularly jolly when he's at Bedford Place Mall, it's right? It's his favorite mall in Canada. Mm-hmm. And we're not just saying that. Like, no. you actually have raved. Like, if you're going to go see Santa, there's something about his mood. You better see him at Bedford Place it's Mall. It's the cob's bread, obviously. He's been having the spinach and feta uh, croissant, like me. Mm, yeah, I mean, it looks good. It <laughs> smells absolutely fantastic. Plus, so if you want to get your picture taken with Santa and Mrs. Claus, $5 donation to get a picture taken or and printed will go to the Alzheimer's Society of Nova Scotia. So that's great. They also have a gift wrapping station open. <gasps> What? Yes, that is going to be open as of 9.30, and it's going to be open all day until 8.30, and then over the weekend, 9.30 to 6, 12 to 5. On Sunday, yeah. Yep. Gift wrapping by donation only. All proceeds from that are also going to the Alzheimer's Society of Nova Scotia, so you can really feel good about coming to see Santa and Mrs. Claus here, getting your gifts wrapped yeah. here. Yeah, and you can feel good about the way that your gifts look when they're wrapped, as opposed to when you do them, which we all know sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most... Most wonderful time of the year. Santa Claus is here. Oh, 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 Merry Christmas. Santa! We know him. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Santa. Why, thank you very much. Thank you, thank you. How was a long trip, we know, from the North Pole? It was very long. It took me three weeks just to get here. Oh, three weeks? Gosh, too cold. Too many snowstorms. Yeah. You, you started coming man. before we even planned this visit. <laughs> oh, definitely, definitely. Well, Santa knows. He always knows. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, Santa, you've you... got your three-year-old daughter, Lily, so you're sitting yeah. on your lap. Uh, Lily, what do you want to ask Santa for? A Barbie dream house. A Barbie dream house. Well, I'll get you that with no problem. Oh. What do you say? What do you say? Thank you. Ho, 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 ho. Merry Christmas. Our first friend has arrived, though, very early. Yes. I will, maybe we should talk very quietly. Because he, he uh, was napping and decided he didn't want to nap anymore, but looks like he really did still want to nap. Good morning, Joseph. Can you say hi? Hi. Can you say hi? Can you say hi? <laughs> no, mom. And uh, mom, what's mom's name? Kendra. Kendra. Hi, Kendra. <laughs> Joseph is 17 months wearing his feeling very grinchy pajamas. Mm. Yes, dressed for the occasion. Yep. Uh, what's Joseph asked Santa for this year? A Paw Patrol car. A Paw Patrol mm. car. Is is Joseph going to go see a certain couple that are from Paw Patrol that are going to be at Grand Parade 
I'm tomorrow? not sure yet. Okay, then I won't. <laughs> I won't. Know, he doesn't. He don't know. He <laughs> well, and Chase are going to be at the Christmas tree lighting tomorrow <laughs> well, night. Well, you know. Yeah. Now like, we've ruined it for every yep. kid going to school right now. Sorry, parents, <laughs> yeah. if you weren't planning on going, now you've heard Scott yep. and Chase are going to be there. And, and Santa's here right now, so you better come here first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're Melody and Foreman in the morning at Bedford Place Mall. <laughs> With uh, Melody is now three years old. <laughs> And trying to eat the microphone yeah. and a candy cane at the same time. And I think the candy cane's just starting to hit, so we'll <laughs> Lily, did you get to ask Santa what you wanted for Christmas? A Barbie Dream House. Yep, a <laughs> Barbie Dream House. Nailed it every time. She knows, she knows. She's not going to miss an opportunity. Do you know that Mommy was scared of Santa when I was little? Yes. You did know? You know what Mommy did whenever she saw Santa? Yes. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you anyway. <laughs> I had to make sure Santa knew what I wanted, which was a Dream Glow Barbie, yeah. but I didn't want to see Santa. So I'd cover my eyes until he came close, and then I'd open them just for a second and say, I want a Dream Glow Barbie, and then I'd close my eyes again. What? <laughs> Good story, Mom. <laughs> Come on in here. We have some more guests. Huh? What's your name? What's your name, sir? Nash. 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 And what are your siblings' names? Wait, what does that mean? Your, your sister, and sister and brother. Duke and Lola. Duke and Lola. Lola <gasps> Nash. Hi. How, so how old is everybody? I'm six, and she's he's seven, and she's three. Wow. Six. <laughs> He's eight, Nash. <laughs> You're here to see Santa? Yeah. What are you going to ask Santa for? Uh, I know. Oh I my gosh, you got to think know. about this. You have no idea. Yeah. You don't have the, a massive list under your coat there. <laughs> Lola, do you want to do you want to talk to us? Hi Lola. <laughs> Lola, I see that you have an aerial coat on. Is she your favorite princess? Yeah. Do you love the, the princesses? Yeah. <gasps> yeah. My daughter is three and she loves the princesses too. Do you know what you're going to ask Santa for for Christmas? Mm-hmm. What? Candy canes. A candy cane? candy cane? Well, we can fulfill that wish Look, right now. you don't even need to ask Santa. Oh, can I give her a candy cane, Mom? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like one too? All right. <laughs> Duke's Thank been you, waiting Lola. patiently like a big brother always yeah. has to do. There you go. Hi, Duke. Hi. Eight-year-old Duke, you're in charge of all of these little ones. <laughs> Are you going to be uh, seeing Santa today, too? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. What do you want for Christmas? I wanted a mocha troll. There's this big mocha troll side-by-side. A remote control side-by-side. It's That's really cool. big. Yeah. Like, like, can you fit? could you fit toys in it? Could you fit you in it? Okay, not that big. That would be crazy. But you could put you could put your sister's bar or um, like princess toys in the side by side, and then drive it off a cliff. <laughs> Bad idea. <laughs> I can't see mom's face, but that's probably a good thing. <laughs> Melody and Foreman live with Mrs. Claus. Bedford Place Mall. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. 
How? So this is just typical Mrs. Claus. You know, everybody's here to see Santa, yes. but you brought Santa here. I saw you leading him in, making sure he got to where he needs to be. You're standing, making sure he doesn't need anything. You're the busiest one of all of us. Oh, well, there's always a, a woman behind the scene. <laughs> exactly. Running the show. Running yeah. the show. <laughs> this exactly. is why we couldn't get you on till now. I mean, at least we got you before the show's over, but that's right. it's a rare sighting to have you here. Well, thank you very much. It's nice to be here. Is this why we don't see you all that often? Because this is the one time of year where you get him out of the house? Yes. <laughs> That's kind of actually got to be nice. It's like when your spouse goes on vacation. Oh, like, it's lots of time for baking, too. Yes, and mm-hmm. you get to eat it. You don't have to share it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Claus, obviously, is what we know you as. We know Santa Claus, but we know his name is Kris Kringle. Yes. What does Mrs. Claus have a f- at least a first name? How about Mary? <gasps> Mary, Mary Claus. Claus. Yeah, heard it here first. <laughs> Mary Kringle or Claus? Oh. We don't have to get dive that deep into your laundry. Maybe Kringle <laughs> was the maiden name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait a minute. No, that doesn't no. that doesn't work and that is stuff that you watch a on little TLC. More research yeah. for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We have done our due diligence here this morning, obviously, yes. Thank you very much, Mary Claus. Thank you, and everyone have a merry, merry Christmas. Hi, Macy. Say hi. Microphone is not edible. (laughs) Yeah. How old are you, Macy? Macy, can you say two? (gasps) Two. Macy, are you here to see Santa? Say yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I think so. That's okay. It's okay. You're here to see Santa, not us. We understand. (laughs) Macy, do you know what you do you know what you want for Christmas? Say present. A present. Do you have any present you want to ask specifically for? (laughs) She says, I want this mic out of my face. That would be a gift. Yeah. You said a horse the other day. (gasps) A horsey. A horse. Can you say horse? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Get a horse. This is is why mom and dad are here because PV Mart's just down the hallway. They have everything you might need. Perfect. Mom's yeah. the one holding the microphone right now. What's your name? My name is Tori. Are you going? Are you doing any Black Friday shopping today? Um, I might do a little bit later on. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. a last minute kind of shopper. That's oh, <laughs> so you're not like you, I feel like you are probably mostly done all the shopping you want to do. I mean, I got this. Uh, I made sure that Santa knew ahead of time what <laughs> Lily wanted for for the big stuff. Uh, but for the other little stuff that Santa doesn't take care of, that's I've got a list on my there phone and I'm doing it tonight. That's smart. Yes. Very smart. Dad's here also. What's your name? Stepdad, Jordan. Step Jordan, yeah. I don't think we're doing many gifts <laughs> for us, but yeah. keep asking for a smoker for me. A smoker. a smoker. That's just a gift for everybody. Yes. Yeah. Let me check the PV Mart flyer. <laughs> <laughs> This is what's in the 
headlines this morning. It's tragic, but it's true. Melody Informant. The internet is a breeding ground for freaks. Hot Country 103.5. This is Tragically Trending, and we're talking about the Coca-Cola Holiday Truck. Everybody knows in the weeks preceding Christmas, Santa trades in his sleigh for an 18-wheeler to hawk delicious sugar, acid, and carbonated water in a can <laughs> around the country. There's 13 stops in Nova Scotia this year, and we will post them to our social feeds so that you know where to go to see it. But he's going to be in Spryfield Sobeys from 4 to 8 this Saturday, and then he's going to be making stops in Dartmouth, Bedford, Upper Tantallon, Lower Sackville, and Cambridge Station. And you might think, what does Coca-Cola have to do with Santa? Well, according to Coca-Cola, they kind of made him. Now, don't worry, that's not accurate. They mm. didn't. We have been chatting about St. Nicholas since the 1800s. Like, you know the poem to us the night before Christmas? Yeah. 1822. Oh, okay. Yeah. So was Santa- that before there was cocaine in bottles? <laughs> so Santa, <laughs> yes, in fact it is. So Santa's been doing his thing for us for hundreds of years. But prior to the 30s, people didn't really know what Santa looked like. Sometimes they thought he was tall and skinny. Sometimes they thought he was an elf. Sometimes they thought he was scary. Your kid may still think he's scary, (laughs) but he was elusive, which was by design because we all know Santa goes to great lengths to not be seen every year. But in 1931, Coca-Cola spilled the beans on exactly what Santa looked like. And after the jig was up and Santa realized there was no point in hiding anymore, he'd been made by Coca-Cola. Paparazzi were all over him everywhere he went. He decided he may as well make all these stops at malls and events and, you know, wandering 18-wheelers. So really, we have Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola to thank for bringing Santa to the masses. That is the gift that keeps on giving, and we appreciate it much more than their contribution to the water crisis, plastic pollution, and type 2 diabetes. (laughs) Anyway... Leonardo DiCaprio is not just known for preferring to date ladies without a fully developed prefrontal cortex. He's also known for being a bit of a diva. And as it turns out, his diva attitude almost lost him one of the most iconic jobs ever, Jack in Titanic. According to James Cameron, when Leonardo was asked to read lines with Kate Winslet, he was not happy. We'll run some lines and I'll video it. And he said, you mean I'm reading? I said, yeah. He said, oh, I don't read. I shook his hand. I said, well, thanks for coming by. And he said, wait, wait, you mean if I don't read, I don't get the part just like that? And I said, oh, yeah, this is like a giant movie. It's going to take two years of my life. So you're going to read or you're not going to get the part. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Every ounce of his entire being is just so negative right up until I said action. And then he turned into Jack. Kate just lit up and they went into this whole thing and he played the scene. I'm like, all right. He's the guy. Wow. And the end is history, and we all got to spend the next 25 years debating whether or not there was room left for Jack, and we all know there was. (laughs) And we all know this is not going to end well. Kanye West is going to run for president in 2024. No, God! No, God, please, no! No! It works for so many things. No. <laughs> I mean, if it's anything like the last time that he quote-unquote ran when he spent $6 million for 60,000 votes and zero delegates, we don't really have anything to worry about. But Donald Trump is running again, too. No! And we, God. <laughs> and we all know that we thought the idea of a reality show who was basically a caricature of himself running for president was hilarious back in 2016, and look what happened. Yeah. So Kanye could be a scary thing. Uh, he needs to do something, though, because things have been going downhill for him since he lost his billionaire status. He couldn't even use his Apple Pay the other night. No! God! <laughs> <laughs> 
you are wondering, you know, even though the clock is ticking, I want kids, he doesn't, but I can change his mind, right? Yep. Dear Geneva, he doesn't want kids, but I think I can change his mind. It's a quarter after eight. And Geneva is our date, and we need you now. We're knocking on your door. Let us in, because it's time for Dear Geneva now. Dear Geneva, I've been dating this man for about two months. We just started having this serious conversation about what we're looking for. I really want kids in the future, and he told me he doesn't want to have kids. He says he's too old, but he's only 52, and I'm 40, and obviously I don't have much time left. I really like him. I think the more we get to know each other, he will totally change his mind. How do I convince him kids is a good idea? Oh, boy. Girl, you are in trouble. Oh, boy. 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 I hear this more often than I would like. Really? This is not a rare thing. This is actually quite common. You know, so often with dating coaching, we say, you know, observe man's men's reaction and don't listen to their words. So don't listen to their words and observe their actions towards you. And that will communicate how they feel about you. Except, except when it comes to, I'm not looking for a relationship right now and I don't want marriage and kids. In that case, always listen to men's words. Oh. Always. Oh. Like, I've talked before about the relationship that I was in before Tom, which was a few years long. And he always said that he did not want to have kids. It's ultimately why we broke up. Yeah. He now has two kids. Uh-huh. He just didn't want them with me. <laughs> right? See, arms can okay, be twisted. Because so I'm like, oh, Melody, you're not going to like what I say is that it's not that he didn't want to have kids. Yeah. He didn't want to have kids with you. Yeah, I, I figured that out. I figured that out and I then blocked him on all social media platforms so I didn't have to see that. He also got a cat right away, which is, I'm allergic to them. <laughs> There's a lot going on no there. No baggage left over there. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, everybody has their person where that will kind of come, you know, and, and, you know, just please, please, please listen to your words. And if you're going to wait for him and hope he changes his mind, um, you know, you have to be okay with the fact that in the future he might not change his mind. And do you like him that much? Like, she may really, really like this guy, in which case, if you move into this relationship, you have to be okay with the fact that maybe you won't have kids. Dana, thank you for calling. It's 902-425-1035. What do you think? Um, I just wanted to jump in on Melody's comment that she just made. Um, I thought it was really interesting because uh, that was the boat that I was in. Uh, I was, you know, in a multitude of relationships in my 20s and early 30s. And never found the right guy, always wanted kids, and uh, I had one on my own. Oh my god. So here's, here's uh, you know, what you might have just missed that I said is, I, like, that that's probably a difficult, I think that's a hard path to take, probably, because you're, you're exclusively now the, the one to have to do everything. Was it, obviously it was worth it for you, but was it difficult? Yeah, absolutely. So you can hear my almost one-year-old crying in the background oh right now, gosh. and, um... You know, it is a tough, a tough thing because you are the, the sole person. Mm-hmm. But um, 
I'm really Aww. lucky I have a wonderful support system, and I think that that's the key, is having uh, a big friends and family network that are willing to support you and help you out. And if you have that, and if you have the drive to become a parent, then you can do it. You know what's funny is anyone who doesn't have kids right now is like, how is she able to have this conversation while her one-year-old's screaming in the background? And we're just like, yeah, no, we get it. Yeah, we tune it out. We tune it out. Text 902-425-1035. Write Melody Informant on socials or email Melody Informant at hotcountry1035.ca. You didn't always do this. What did you used to do? I did theater, theater mm-hmm. for, for most of my life. Like from the time I was my daughter's age, like three and a half, I was the theater kid. Right. That was what I was going to do for my entire life. That was what I was going to do. Mm-hmm. And it's what I did for... I mean, I went to university for it. I did it as a job for a while. Mm, I know I know theater kids. It explains their dirty sense of humor, that's for sure. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, especially since I did a lot of children's theater. That's exactly yeah. what it's like backstage. Backstage is the opposite of what's going on on stage. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's true. What kind of children's theater specifically? Uh, the the biggest one would have been the national tour of the Backyardigans. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. Uh, tell me how delightful it is when you're still listening to that same song 27 minutes later. <laughs> Those it, have the worst episodes on t- on the cartoon on TV is oh, the gosh, worst. You are the worst. But it's one of the, the thing is, like, I, I did really enjoy doing it. I just right. didn't enjoy the lifestyle around what that was like. Yeah. Living out of a suitcase, never knowing what your job was going to be. Like, there was just not, it didn't ever feel like I had a future. And so ultimately, you know, in my late 20s, I made the very difficult decision at the time to just stop doing it and pursue other things. Well, uh, Kayla is with you, by the way. Kayla, who has texted us at 902-425-1035. The, uh, the Backyardigans was the best. <gasps> it really, really was. Kayla, is that, are you, are you, is that you were here right now? Hi! I knew I was going to get a call. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're our favorite backyard friend. Oh, no. I know. I can start singing the songs if you want. Please Please don't, because they already last for the whole episode of that terrible, no good, very bad children's show. That is crazy. We all might, we're a family of five, and we still quote the Backyardigans. The show that I did, I wasn't one of the Backyardigans. I was the live host. And I don't know if you remember the episode with um, the aliens that come and the boinga. Boinga, boinga? Yeah. She knew oh. before I even before I even said she knew boinga boinga, yeah that that was the, so I was I was that alien and yeah. boingo is the word we use for everything and I actually had to do the boinga boinga song for my audition. Does that still exist? Sadly, it does. Almost everything is boinga here, just in case you hadn't heard. I don't know if you did the one that was in Cape Breton, but I went to the one in Cape Breton. Was it in like 2010 ish? Yes. Yeah, I would have. That would have been me. Oh, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> can everyone picture the look on my face right now? Yes. <laughs> we can hear it in your voice. I'm not joyless. <laughs> I just absolutely think that that's the worst children's show that's been created. I mean, maybe next to Caillou. I it's was going to say it's a toss. I was just going to say, are we really going to forget about Caillou? <laughs> yes, he's a whiny little jerk that is uh, ungrateful about Nobody everything likes, in his life. Yeah. <laughs> 
But the backyard again songs last for the whole episode. They never end. It's I hate a stop such a theme. Stop droning <laughs> on about nothing. Pick a new song. Sing anything else. No. They'll hold, always hold a special place in my heart. The fact that you've been texting us about how much you love the Backyardigans, and then you called me a name. What did you call me, Kayla? A grumpy soccer monster. Is that a character from an episode? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> soccer monster. <laughs> I am a soccer monster. I love a soccer ball. Sounds like somebody needs an intervention. <laughs> I'm telling you, you have no idea. <laughs> no, we, I mean, we have a pretty good idea. <laughs> yeah, you have a little bit of an idea. My thing I haven't done in, oh, how old's my oldest child nine? So I haven't done it in nine years. <laughs> Is is playing in bands and and doing the bars and you know doing all that that kind of thing as like I would I grew up playing music being in all the yeah, bands. You were a drummer. Ba- mostly being a drummer. I mean, I was in I was in band doing trumpet. I took <laughs> piano lessons for years. I've got my Royal Conservatory grade two. Wow. Uh huh. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> but you can't really play jumps with babies in the house, no. and then you can't really stay out all night at bars playing music when you have to get up and do a radio show. No, your partner doesn't like that either (laughs) (laughs) no all these things just didn't really work well together no but what was it for you patricia um well i just recently switched jobs and although i'm working a little bit longer days and making a little bit less my mental and physical health is a lot better i realized that working six days a week to make more money isn't all that's cracked up to be if you know what i mean i was physically physically just worn out at the end of my day. I couldn't do anything. I couldn't enjoy life. What was the point of making all this money if I can't enjoy it? Well, yeah, exactly. You know, if all I could say is if you're, if anybody's thinking about it, just do it. Yeah. And maybe it's a decision you regret, but you know what? At least you made that decision and you made that effort and tried. Yeah, thank you very much, Patricia. No worries. You guys have an awesome day. Thank you. You you too. You too. I mean, you always do now, so. (laughs) I have have good days, yes. I I do have good days. I work for a great company now, so it's awesome. Hi, you're on Hot Country 103.5. Who's this? It's Andrew. (gasps) Andrew! It's a call from Andy. He calls himself Andrew. For you know, people who are new to the show, thank you for joining us and being part of the show. You make it a show. Andrew, who's someone who would normally call pretty often, often enough to have a song, and yet you've been gone forever, it seems like. Man, did we hurt you somehow? <laughs> no, 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 carpooling. Ah. <laughs> Everybody hates it. <laughs> Let's just say my wife is not a fan of this side of the dial. Oh. Ah, well. Why? Because you're such a star on it? <laughs> oh, I will admit that that kind of gets her go, too. <laughs> so this, this comment is strictly in jest, but you kind of hit the nail on the head there, Foreman, when you said about nine years. Kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah kid, kids is an activity that's been great, but, you know, I'm looking forward to the end of it. <laughs> yeah, and you love your kids. I love mine. You love yours, oh, Melody. Gosh, so much. Yeah, I hate I hate yours, and I hate yours, Andrew. Just no offense. No, no, no. Yeah. I hate yours too. No, no. <laughs> I love I love my girls to death. I do, but when you have you know a twenty two, a twenty, and a nearly sixteen year old, 
There's, there's days you want to pull your hair up by the roots. I don't know how I'm not bald or an alcoholic. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you know and you, you haven't had your own life in 22 years. Yeah, <laughs> and it's funny, now that I think about it, the actual hobby that I gave up uh, three and a half years ago was sleep. <laughs> yep, yeah, it's highly overrated. It really is. You don't need it, as it turns out. You can function just fine. Yeah. <laughs> Everything is fine! <laughs> Look at Melody right now. She's that meme with the house on fire. (laughs) Have you heard, Melody, that PEI's long-running Anne of Green Gables, the musical, no longer an annual event? What? 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 (laughs) It's one of many headlines in the news that we cannot make up. But we can round up. When they're headlines like these, Budweiser to ship the banned unsold beer to the nation that wins the Qatar World Cup. That's just cruel. Not the one that loses, the one that wins. Men with high IQ are more likely to bet on horse racing. Okay, you know who made that stat up? Men that like to think they have a high IQ that bet on horse racing. California man charged with shooting his mother's boyfriend following fight over salad. Oh. Missouri man attempts bank robbery with note written on the back of his birth certificate. You sure that wasn't a Florida man? (laughs) Well, speaking of which, (laughs) Florida man jumps Burger King counter, threatens workers with pliers to get free food. Oh gosh, oh, yep, that would would do it for me. Florida man breaks into KFC, but detectives say secret recipe is safe. Thank goodness. Florida suspect yells, Deputies as he sprints across freeway traffic. Are you sure that wasn't a Canadian man? BC drunk driver (gasps) thanks officer for catching him and asks for a hug. Oh, I love you, man. I love you, man. Now on to some Christmas headlines like New Hampshire man facing poaching charges after shooting wild turkey from car window with handgun. Oh, nice Thanksgiving side of shrapnel. (laughs) New Hampshire couple and are arrested after he asks for remote control airplane for Christmas. She gifts him Nintendo Wii. What a jerk. Florida man fakes heart attack in Walmart aisle while accomplice bolts with shopping cart full of toys. <laughs> I, mean, I guess it wasn't a very convincing heart attack. A few more headlines of the week left that we can't make up, but we can round up like Ryan Reynolds says he wrote a full Deadpool Christmas movie that hasn't been made Yet. 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 Man claiming to be Santa Claus arrested in January, giving away chunks of weed wrapped in napkins at Buffalo Wild Wings. Everybody knows Santa jams to ginger snaps. <laughs> and finally, Seattle's famed The Santa Claus Burglar tries breaking into house through chimney. <sighs> tries. They got what he deserved. Stuck in the chimney. <laughs> found some of the door crasher deals already. (gasps) It's not Black Friday unless you beat up a stranger over an Instapot. (laughs) Touche. Riley's here, our promotions coordinator. You have found what PV Mart has on sale because it's Black Friday. Guys, what's PV Mart? Wait, before, what is PV Mart? What is PV Mart? It's like if Canadian Tire, Home Hardware, and Home Depot had a baby. That's why I don't know what PV Mart is. For Ah, farmers. Got it. Okay. Toys, rubber boots, Power tools, lumber, 
barbecues, Say dog no food, grass seed. <laughs> what more? <laughs> furnace filters. What more could you ask for? Okay. What'd you find, Riley? <laughs> well, I found a hen house with a metal roof for $249.97. And it looks like it has like three levels on it. Like uh, this is like an apartment. Three level hen house. For a hen. Who? Okay. How many hens? <laughs> Well, it's looking probably like, I don't know, I could probably fit about six or seven in there. Like, they all obviously need their space. Is that a good price? <laughs> I don't know. It must be. I mean, it's on sale. It's Black Friday. Okay. I think that's a pretty good price. It's right. very well, elaborate. You can come get your Christmas sweaters at Giant Tiger and your hen houses at PV Mart. What more could you want? You need your hen pens. It's It probably is a better deal than what Sobeys has on right now. For hen... Sobeys? Sobeys. For hen pens? Okay. I don't know if you've noticed the latest Sobeys flyer. But they have the Jane's Pub Style Chicken Strips on sale right now. They are $5 for a box of them, okay? $5 per box of chicken strips. As long as you get... As long as you buy 10 yes. boxes. And then the ad literally says, save $99.90 when you buy 10 boxes of chicken strips. I just don't think that the same people that own hen houses are the same people that are going to be buying boxes of Jane's Chicken Strips, Foreman. I don't understand the correlation there. You don't? Because <laughs> I see a very clear one, and it's delicious. <laughs> and if you want to save $99.90, <laughs> Riley's suspiciously silent. No, no, no. These are for hens that lay eggs, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm just looking. <laughs> oh, Riley. <laughs> okay. My daughter, Lily, uh, loves to share stories while she's pooping. Who her, and who don't? <laughs> it takes her a long time. We're usually in there for like 20 minutes. Oh my. And, and you have to be in there? Yeah, I need to be in there. I need to be in there on the floor next to her. She's very demanding. Uh, but it used to be that I had to keep telling her stories. And then I discovered that if I just kind of set her up for a story and let her fill in the blanks, she'll just run with it. And last night's to uh, story was, was no exception. Okay. So just some things you need to know for this story. A, she's three and a half. B, she's very into Gabby's Dollhouse and Paw Patrol. It's a Lily pooping story. <laughs> tell me a story about a baby. You tell me, we'll tell it together. No, I don't like it because I'm pooping. Once upon a time, there were three babies, but one day they decided to go for it. Adventure by themselves. No, and you and mommy were coming with them. We were going with them? Yes. Okay, they wanted to go on an adventure and they asked Lily and mommy if they wanted to go too. So Lily, mommy, and the three babies walked into a woods. The woods. And they heard a who, who. What made that sound? A baby owl and, and, her, and her mommy owl got lost. And Lily said, maybe we can help it. Find his mama. Where do you think the mummy is? I think Aurelia's night dropped in, in a net. A real live night trapped him in a net? Oh my gosh. Not a real night. A bad guy. A bad guy trapped the mummy owl in a net. So Lily, the babies, mummy and the baby owl all had to try to help the mummy owl get free from the net. How do you think they could help the mummy owl? 
from DJ Catnip. DJ Catnip? Yes, and they have to walk to their house, to Gabby's dollhouse. So they're going to walk to Gabby's dollhouse to get DJ Catnip? Yes. And bring DJ Catnip back to save the mummy owl from a bad guy? Yes. Okay. And mummy owl got it out from it and baby owl got trapped. The baby owl got trapped next? How will they get the baby owl? With, with an instrument to play. They have to ask Gabby to play an instrument? What instrument should Gabby play? The horn. The horn. Okay, Gabby's going to play the horn. Did it set the mummy and the owl free? No, it didn't either. Oh no. What instrument should you try next? The tuba with some bubbles. The tuba with some bubbles. Okay. That didn't set them free. Oh, that didn't? No. Should she play one more instrument? Yes. Which one? The drums. It set them free. No, it did. Oh, it did. No. And and another and another trapped him all up again. Everybody's trapped. I think the bad guy might stole the B tuba with bubbles and all the kind of instruments. Does he know where Gabby hid them? No. Okay, so. But the bad guy trapped Yuri in another in Gabby's dollhouse. Oh my gosh. And Gabby didn't know what to do, and all the next blocked Gabby's windows, and and Gabby's trapped inside the dollhouse, and the roof came swooping down, 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 then trapped Gabby. The roof fell down. No! Oh. The door opened. Then a big nest came shooting out from the bad guys. Then Chase came. Chase? From Paw Patrol? Yes. Holy cow. And Chase was eating an ice cream. Oh. Then he dropped him in his neck. Then the bad guy didn't get out. Whoa! Then he threw him in the ocean. He threw the bad chase through the bad guy in the ocean? Yes. Like in the harbor? Yes. <gasps> with all the seals? No, with all the trash banging. With all the trash. In in the harbor. In the harbor, okay. Tell me another. <laughs> Saturday night, we are doing the annual Christmas tree lighting from 6 to 7 p.m. Grand Parade. Uh, Santa will be there. Mm -hmm. There will be fireworks. They're premiering a new festive projection show on City Hall, a brand new one that we haven't had before. Plus, you know who else is going to be there? Paw Patrol. Sky and Chase. Yes. From Paw Patrol. Yes. But what you may not know is there is a whole story behind the Grand Parade Christmas tree. Starring Mayor Mike Savage. Oh, God. Posted to YouTube. Oh, boy. Featuring him as though it implies that he sleeps at City Hall and is the sole security guard and caretaker of City Hall. And he roams the halls with a single candle, some round glasses at the end of his nose, an old-timey night hat with some fringe in one of those old-timey gowns over top of his suit and Apple Watch. There's... <laughs> 
there's uh, there's nothing less awkward than people who are not actors really trying to be actors. Been late nights all this week. Work's really hitting a peak. It's been such a tough year. We could all use some cheer if I could get this tree trimmed. Maybe the lights wouldn't be so dimmed. Hey, I'm the City Hall Christmas Mouse, and this is my house. Let's trim this great big tree. Now tell me what you want to see. Oh. Well, we have lights and balls and stars, and folks can see them from their cars. Mouse, glad you're here to assist. Let's get moving on this trimming list. Okay, better get busy. Hope all this work doesn't make me dizzy. Oh. And it just gets better from there. Like, how much time and effort did it take? I don't know. I mean, this is Six cute. minute long, six minute and 40 seconds of the story of the Grand Parade to Christmas fair, tree. we're not their audience for this. Who is? That's a good question. Call now if you're the audience for this. <laughs> 902 That's how the City Hall Christmas tree arrives. When you see it, you won't believe your eyes. It comes in a big flatbed truck. I sure hope it doesn't get stuck. The shiv got stuck in the Ford, got stuck in the shiv on stuck just when the dive showed up. Oh. The dive got stuck in the tractor rut, which eventually pulled out the full. Sorry, I added that part to try ah. and gussy it up a bit. <laughs> Because, man, the mayor in a nightgown on top of his suit talking to the City Hall Christmas mouse is otherwise riveting on its own. Well, in spite of that video, I'm very excited for t- for Saturday. It's unloaded from the truck bed. <laughs> Up to the sky goes its head. Its bottom goes in a big hole. The tree topper rests on a steel pole. Whose job was it at City Hall to rhyme the very specific details of how to unload a Christmas tree? I don't know, but I really hope they got paid accordingly. Yeah, by us. <laughs> Fun fact, property taxes might go up 8% next year. <laughs> because of this video. Coincidence? Hey there. Now, now comes the fun part. The countdown to the tree lighting is about to start. The excitement is mounting. Uh-huh. Hey, help me with the counting. Five, four, three, two, one. Wonderful. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Joyeux Noël. Listen, if anyone that's listening that are like, you guys are such jerks. Yeah, we are, uh, first a, of all. you're right. Yeah. Uh, but B, he did come on our show just to plug his own podcast. So That's a fact. And I did see him in person count down the lighting of the lights in Shuby Park in Dartmouth last year. And then the fireworks started to shoot off into the audience and everyone <laughs> ran for cover. Yeah, he did nearly kill your kids. So, you know. So maybe we do need to up property taxes <laughs> to pay for non-lethal fireworks. <laughs> can't help that this is what's in the headlines this morning. It's tragic, but it's true. Melanie and Foreman. The internet is a breeding ground for freaks. Hot Country 103.5. We now know what King Charles eats in a day. Oh. Yes, so the king's cuisine du jour. He eats two meals a day, breakfast and dinner. He does not eat lunch. Lunch is a luxury, according to the king, that interferes <laughs> with his busy schedule of bossing other people around. I'm just kidding. I know he's busy. He's doing appearances and receptions 
and garden parties, and a lot of other highly demanding things that are definitely worth uh, $165 million. It costs British and Canadian taxpayers yes. to employ him every year. He loves cheesy baked eggs. His favorite tea is Darjeeling with honey and milk. He has a boiled egg with every meal, specifically a coddled egg, which has been boiled for about two to three minutes and is served on a side salad that he mashes in to create a mayonnaise texture. Coddled he, egg? Yes, coddled. <laughs> oh, the Caillou King's on the move. He doesn't eat meat and fish for two meals a week. He won't eat dairy product one day a week, all to reduce his carbon footprint. And he absolutely will not eat biscuits that haven't already been pre-warmed to a specific temperature. <laughs> Which could be why he was reportedly named the Pampered Prince by his household staff. Yeah. Or that could be because he does things like have the staff squeeze his toothpaste onto his toothbrush <laughs> every morning because manual labor is for peasants. And his plant-based diet could be why he needs to bring his own toilet seat and paper with him wherever he travels. Oh. All things you didn't need to know, mm. but now you do. You're welcome. <laughs> what can I say except you're welcome? Yep. Phone is ringing right now. Mm. What's up, Allison? Oh, sorry. Wrong number. Oh. oh, who are you trying to call? The bounce. <laughs> The bounce? That's not even a station here anymore. Oh, you mean Virgin? She meant Virgin. What's what? Oh, what's uh, Turk and Megan and Alex up to this morning? Uh, the question of the day. Oh, what's the question? Uh, what men should never wear into the office? <laughs> Which could be anything. I mean, what? Shorts, uh, a dicky, mm-hmm. uh, speedos, speedos. Sandals, sandals and socks, sleeveless anything. Oh yes, no, no suns out, guns out in the office. What? What's your guess? Mine was flip flops. Good. That's a good guess. There's a million possible right answers, though. I don't know if that question's very fun. I know. Were they going to give you a prize if you got it right? You got inserted into a draw for Uh, a gift certificate. Oh, would you like an instant prize right now? Sure. Why not? Because. You did the right thing in calling and thinking about us and calling us instead of them. <laughs> we have a uh, custom, I don't know what size it is, Scotland flag. Ooh, just what you've always wanted. We no, have, you can't give her the, don't, don't even offer. Don't we have even. a bag of uh, chips directly from Scotland. They are root vegetable flavored and uh, expired in July. That wow. chips don't expire. You know they don't expire. We have a very nice full back, uh, one size fits all, new era Maritime Fuels SO cap. It's a beautiful cap. I love that cap. We have a bright orange frisbee from Pine Acres RV. We have Keith Urban's CD, The Speed of Now Part 1. We have Jason Aldean's CD, Rearview Town. We have Carly Pierce's CD, uh, which is self-titled, Carly Pierce. Uh, we also have a signed copy, an autographed copy of Tim Hicks' latest album, Talk to Time, as well. Yes, and we saw him sign it. We know that for sure he did, and probably sweat on it a little bit. <laughs> Which would you like? I'll take the autograph. Yeah! We also have the last three minutes of your life. You can't get this back. Uh, I know. It's okay, though. <laughs> worth it. <laughs> What you can do with it, though, is uh, is call those crazy kids over at Virgin back again and tell them what we did for you and they didn't. Yeah. 
totally will. I bet you they don't have a box of prizes. Sure don't. They have a draw that you might win. <laughs> Text 902-425-1035. Write Melody Informant on socials. Or email Melody Informant at hotcountry1035.ca.